and welcome back to the Muscle Engineer Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Sotek Andrei, and you are listening to a special episode, as you are probably all aware, wherever you're listening from, the coronavirus has probably reached your uh, country and your city. So this is, of course, going to be a special episode. I have with me... uh, Albert Chabai, my fellow podcaster from the Sustainable Self-Development Podcast, fellow coach and a friend. And uh, in this episode, we sat down to sort of, you know, clear our minds a bit. We went through the coronavirus uh, situation in our respective countries. We discussed our training and diet uh, plans for the upcoming weeks and probably months. And... Uh, we talked a bit of uh, banter. It was a bit of a laid-back episode. It's not structured by any chance, so I won't be doing uh, timestamps and that sort of stuff. It just it's going to be a free-flowing conversation. Before we get into the episode, however, I would like to say that um, if you've been thinking about hiring me for online coaching, now would be the time because given the situation we're in, and given that. Uh, gyms have been closed off in Romania as well and I pretty much lost all of my all of my income suddenly you would be able to hire me at a rate that pretty much is guaranteed to never be this low so if you would like a coronavirus discount for online coaching hit me up and uh, we can talk further about that now with that out of the way let's get into this coronavirus special episode with Albert Chaboy. All right, everybody, I am here with my buddy Sotak Andre from uh, the Muscle Engineer podcast, and my podcast is the SSD podcast, but I'm guessing that this will go up on both platforms, so um, I don't even know which podcast this is really, uh, <laughs> but hey, Andre, how are you doing? I'm, I've been better. I would say I'm very good, but I'm not very good, so <laughs> I am actually um, just recovering from a cold. It's not the coronavirus, but... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it actually could be. So who knows? These are very disturbing times indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it is definitely a time that probably nobody who is listening to this podcast has ever experienced anything alike. I mean, the, there is many angles on, like through which we can approach this whole topic. But I think that might be the first one to acknowledge that you know, we had a pretty peaceful life up until now. We, for the most part, grew up in a fairly peaceful world. We didn't have wars, at least in the areas of the world where we live in. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have any kind of big epidemic in terms of disease. And I think this time that we are going through now is giving us an idea of how life must have been before for the previous generations who have gone through a lot of things like this. But yeah, it is definitely the most frustrating and I don't even know the English phrase for this, but you know, I, I just feel like not in control. Like I'm not in control of things, which is very disempowering. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting time to go through for sure. So hopefully we will be able to contribute something to this uh, whole discussion that's going around on the internet about coronavirus. Um, so I don't even know, maybe let's start there, like mm. where you're living, uh, what's going on at the moment? How bad is this? Um, 
I honestly think it hasn't even started. Like, <laughs> people right now are just starting to grasp the notion that this this is actually serious. Like, for the longest time, like I heard about this sometime back in January, and you know, I was I was pretty concerned. I was, you know, I remember telling this to my mom, and she was like, "Well, why do you even care? Because it's you know, in fucking China. Like, we're not in China." And I was like, "Yeah, but you know, there's things called airplanes and international." uh flights and all that stuff so i knew i knew that eventually it will get here now i wasn't quite sure how how serious this is going to be um so i think this is the starting point like it's 15th of march as of today um starting from tomorrow the prime minister or uh, the whatever uh, johannes has declared a state of emergency so we don't really know what that means. What we do know is that definitely nothing above 100 people is allowed. So no concerts or anything like that. Of course, um, you know, football matches and stuff have been, you know, without play or have been played for a while without any um, any crowd or people in attendance. But uh, everything pretty much has been cancelled. Um, as of today, in stores, uh, only 20 people are allowed inside at the same time. So that means that uh, I haven't been to a big supermarket, uh, so I don't know how bad that uh, looks over there. But you know, in a, even in a small, relatively small store, people are basically waiting outside the door, and there's a depending on the time of the day, a smaller or larger queue <laughs> going on. So it's quite an interesting phenomenon. Um, toilet paper, it's not as bad. Like I, I was able to buy, and there was plenty left. <laughs> So I think it's a bigger problem in the U.S. Uh, interestingly enough, we we seem to have run short of uh, of uh, uh, flour and oil and sugar, which uh, I don't know. I I was joking that you know Romanians seem to seem to have found uh, a cure, some sort of you know uh, kozonak or kolach based diet, uh, you know, or cake for the English listeners, some some cake-based diet. Apparently, they believe that will cure them or prevent the coronavirus. Otherwise, I can't explain why they buy, um, you know, flour and oil and sugar and stuff in a huge, such a huge amount. But who knows? So that's 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 how it's um, how it's been in the past few days. The really bad news is that gyms are closing. So as like I said to you, uh, starting tomorrow, our gym is closed as well. Other gyms have started closing maybe three days ago, four days ago, something like that. But um, even if we didn't close voluntarily, because this was voluntary, I would imagine that by the end of the week, uh, the government would have forced us to close. I imagine that by the end of next week, everything will be closed. So, like, I honestly think that even as of today, leaving supermarkets and malls and stuff open, no supermarkets, I mean, you know, these huge malls and uh, restaurants and these... Uh, um, I don't even know what the term is. You know, it's not a casino because this casino is bigger. These, I'm sure you have these places where people go and gamble. Um, there's plenty of them. There's pretty much one in every 50 meters. Like, they are still open. People are still going there and smoking. And, like, you know, it's nothing's going on. So, so like I said, I think it's it hasn't even started. The bed hasn't even started yet. Yeah. So, yeah, it is... Um... The situation is very similar here, so I won't even go through everything in detail. The main thing, of course, is the gyms are closed here as well. <laughs> it started a little bit earlier here, so it started um, so on Friday. Things were not open anymore, uh, but um, it, it is crazy to me how like, I'm actually I'm surprised myself 
how late I started worrying. Like even when I heard the news that the coronavirus popped up in Italy, still then I wasn't, I didn't even bet an eye really. And then kind of um, just slowly started to dawn on me that, well, you know, the European Union or Europe in general is basically one big country. So if it happens in Italy, it will happen here soon as well and everywhere. And um, it's really funny how, you know, only now am I starting to kind of accept or I'm coming to terms with the fact that it is really that bad, you know, because like anytime something like this happened earlier, like maybe there was, you know, we had flus and some viruses that have, you know, gone around before uh, or you read these scary things all the time. Like, I don't know, the third world war is starting or whatever. This American Illuminati is planning on attacking the world or this and that. And you read these things and then you talk to someone who is researching these things or some smart person is going to talk in the media and they're going to kind of calm you down that, look, don't freak out. This is kind of bullshit. And for a long time, I was still kind of going up on news sites, waiting for that one piece of good news. You know, like there are all these news sites and I'm waiting for someone to say something that is encouraging. And it's just incredibly depressing to go up there every morning and see that things are just getting gradually worse and worse. Um, like, and even now, like uh, Coral Junot, you know, um, you know, fitness professional, I don't know, smart guy, I guess, uh, was on my podcast before. And he just posted something that, yeah, I, I'm um, illustrating things on this chart, like how things are moving and how the coronavirus is spreading. And I was like reading and I was waiting for that punchline of it looks like things are slowing down or something. I was waiting for the positive ending and the final sentence is, it's not looking good. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, like all of us, you and I have been talking about how incredibly irresponsible a lot of the fit pros are, for example, with their, you know, how they downplayed this whole thing and they were making fun of it. And not even fit pros, like even Elon Musk uh, tweeted that this whole coronavirus hysteria is, is dumb. And, you know, when you read that, you, it's kind of reassuring that, okay, like, he is a pretty fucking smart guy. He knows what's going on in the world. If he says it, then that's good enough for me. It's almost like that was my, my mindset. And now, like, everybody is gradually admitting to the fact that, yeah, guys, this really is that bad. So, um, yeah, it is, it is a dark period for sure. Yeah, you know, I um, speaking of uh, what you mentioned about people being, I don't know if sarcastic or you know the the whole the boy who cried wolf so basically they are referring to or the acting as if they are you know the guys who were watching the boy cry wolf and they are like you know we have been told previously that like you said yourself that you know this isn't the first virus and why people are why are they panicking and we have been been through this and the swine flu and this and that and people don't don't understand i mean thursday and friday i was at home because like i said i was you know having a bit of course so i spent pretty much the both of the days just listening to stuff from you know reputable sources um i listened to the joe rogan number 49 1439 sorry with michael osterholm which probably many people have already listened to it by this point i listened to it twice back to back Mm. (laughs) that's what really really woke me up um sam harris did two episodes number 190 and number 191 off the top of my hand head (laughs) Um, so you can look both those episodes up and uh, you'll find some very good information but yeah so you know I have as far as I know like a good overview of what the situation is and like the response has been 
like aside from the idiots who you know were, were comparing it to obesity and pretty much don't understand what exponential growth curve looks like like they are pretty much comparing a static syndrome and as far as you know it's non they are comparing a non-communicable disease with something that can spread um so that's dumb but aside from that like the actual virus I've seen the responses go from, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world, which is not. It might be the end of the world as we know it, though, <laughs> which who knows, hopefully it isn't, but it, it might be for a while. Um, but it went from that to, you know, we have been through other viruses and why is this different? And it's different because um, it can, it's pretty much very contagious insofar it's not very... Um, it, it's not a very high severity, I think, or rather doesn't carry huge risk for most people. However, it spreads very, very fast. And of course, you know, I have to preface this, that this is not medical advice, and this is just me thinking out loud, and I'm an idiot, so listen to the people I mentioned previously, don't listen to me, don't take advice. It's just, you know, I'm trying to sort of clarify the situation for myself mostly. So the thing is, from what I understood, like there's basically a reverse relationship between deadliness and uh, capacity to spread. So basically a virus that is very deadly, something like Ebola, which as far as I know, kills like 80 something percent of people, doesn't spread because, you know, people die and there's no one left to spread it. (laughs) Whereas uh, the coronavirus, this new coronavirus, the COVID-19 or SARS-2, However, however it's called, it's not very deadly, and that's exactly why it can spread so fast, because people are, are spreading it without being symptomatic themselves. So that's the big issue with someone who is our age, someone, you know, is in, in teens and 20s, like, even my colleague, you know, I was trying to explain to him yesterday that, you know, this is serious, he was like, do you think I'm afraid of a shitty virus? And I was like... I know you're not, and you shouldn't be for yourself, but, you know, maybe your grandfather, who is like 90-something years old, maybe he won't be so lucky, you know? <laughs> like, maybe he won't be so resilient. And that's the really irresponsible response I see in Romania, especially the youngsters. They pretty much go about their lives like nothing has happened because they, they only understand that, okay, so how serious is this? Am I going to die? No? Sweet. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much that's the response for many people, and that's not the point. Like, like at this point, people are trying to... I'm sure many have seen it. There has been... A name graph has been shared, you know, with the flatten the curve um, phenom- or the flatten the curve concept and how it would look if we didn't achieve that. So basically what they are trying to do is avoid or slow down spread so the hospitals are not overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, imagine... That's what I was trying to, to illustrate to people. Imagine, like, they were saying, you know, maybe 0.1% people will die or whatever. Let's say a percent. Like, there's 20 million people in Romania. A percent of that is 200,000. Even if 200,000 people necessitate, uh, are, you know, hospitalization is required for them. Like, hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. And the, uh, you know, the, the intensive care units... Um, the stuff that will hap- that happens regardless, you know, car accidents and heart attacks and this and that, that won't stop. Or maybe car accidents will slow down because people are not really driving that much. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like everything else will just stop and there will be only coronavirus. There will be everything that's been going on for until now, plus a bunch of coronavirus patients. And that's the really worrying part, not to mention the people who are being stuck at home with children and stuff. So the economic situation, that's really what worries me, not necessarily the fact that I am going to 
get sick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's um, that, that was the one thing that was made clear from the get-go, that the real risk in this is not that you're going to die. The real risk in this whole virus thing is that life is just going to stop. And that's exactly what we are experiencing now. And the reason behind that is, like you said, it's just, uh, I mean, you can see it in Italy. I mean, some pretty horrific news came out from there that basically they have to choose between, you know, which patient is going to get saved. And mm, there are yeah. people waiting out there in the waiting room and they already need oxygen and there are just not enough beds and not enough like breathing, how do you call them, breathing machines, whatever, to to help yeah. them. They need ventilation. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it is. Uh, it is really messed up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's um, it's, it's 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 interesting, interesting situation because you know, um, like I was discussing this with, with, before we started recording that I'm pretty much worried about rent and stuff. I've seen people complain that, oh my goodness, what do you mean I have to stay home? What am I going to do? I'm going to be so bored. And you know, meanwhile, I'm like, um, where exactly am I going to stay if I don't get any income? <laughs> you know, like. Um, like this is a real situation. Like I, I don't know if I told you this or not, but in the village, you know, where I grew up, there is someone who came home from Italy, and he is suspect. Like you know where, you know how it is. Everyone who comes from Italy is suspect, and as far as I know, he hasn't been tested. I don't even know if he has been uh, to a hospital or not. From as far as I've heard, you know, he's just been going on and about his day. So there is a real possibility that the whole village will be locked down. So even if I wanted to leave, I couldn't get in. <laughs> so oh. yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird, weird situation. Yeah. So yeah, in in compared to that, obviously the fitness uh, situation is a much much smaller one. But still, you know, us fitness people are uh, are very much impacted by it. Yeah, you know, it's, it it is just uh, you know, I mean, the age old cliche. It's such an old cliche that it's almost embarrassing to bring it up, but. Um, you know what you say about you don't appreciate things until they get taken away and it's really funny like now that we have this shitty situation and we don't know how long we are going to have it i'm just these old memories are are popping up into my head which i didn't even think of them as something special so far it was just like whatever just one out of million memories in my head and now this one memory from last year keeps popping into my mind where it was nothing special just a typical saturday where I went to the gym, then came home, met up with my girlfriend, we drove to a, a town nearby, went to a restaurant, came back, then went to the cinema, watched some movie, and then at night I met up with some other people. But it was like, it, it was really nothing special. And I'm just thinking that, that, wow, like, God knows how long until we can have that luxury of just, you know, going to places, have a meal somewhere, just walk around in the city. <laughs> like, it is it is just yeah. insane that, um, you know, and, and now that we don't have it, I it, it, they, they just seem like such precious things. So that's, I'm not saying that that's a positive thing that came out of this, but an interesting thing, nevertheless. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's my, um, that's my silver lining, or you know what I'm, what I'm looking, at, you know what I'm thinking about when I get really down is that you know everything is gonna be fine, and the upside of for this whole situation is going to be that people will, you know, will start appreciating their health more first and foremost because you know people who are healthier have fewer risks of you know getting into um, serious condition with this whole virus and some other viruses that might pop up in the future. Also, you know, people who complain about, oh my God, I have to go to the gym. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. 
maybe this time around they will start appreciating the fact that they can even go like you know um we i'm sure you said it i said it many times that oh well you're not really you you're stop complaining about being hungry because you chose to diet you chose to be food deprived and <laughs> and right now there is a really serious concern for many people that yes they indeed will have to be you know so we'll have to go to bed hungry because perhaps they will have or you know they won't have enough money to buy food for you know for a for a uh, for a time so so that's a really really different <laughs> situation and a different perspective um so yeah i just hope that everything will will, will work out fine and uh, we will come all come out better for it yeah yeah well amen to that um so um okay so go. yeah 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 i just wanted to say that perhaps we should uh, th- this has been the the idiots talking about the epidemiology of coronavirus yeah. let's now talk about so implementable stuff so um first off like how long do you estimate this is, whole situation is going to last so there is like the pie in the sky like rosy imagination which is like i realize that that's not going to happen but just the gym as a benchmark because um, that's kind of symbolizes <laughs> every, every, everything that is stopping in life right now. So I know that my gym is not going to open in two weeks, which is what's announced on the website. Uh, so I know that that's not going to happen. I guess uh, something that would already be bad, but still pretty optimistic is maybe something like two months. Um, I know that it's not really true that the warm weather is just going to kill the virus. I know it's not how it's working. But I am hoping that it's maybe going to make things a little bit better. So maybe, you know, in like two months, two, three months when the weather will be nicer, maybe by then it will, we will be past like the worst. Mm. So I'm expecting that maybe in a month things will like hit rock bottom for most places. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, it's still going to be bad, but then like gradually like kind of improving. So maybe in two, three months, it's going to be like still not as it was before, but just like a livable way to be, you know. So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And then like a very pessimistic is like in six months, we will be like back to somewhat normal. That would be like a pretty bad scenario in my mind. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I what I had in mind as well. Like, uh, you know, at first, at first I was hearing, you know, these people, you know, the bro science basically equivalent of people were pretty much dismissing it altogether, like, oh, nothing to worry about. I mean, the the hot weather is going to destroy it, for sure. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, that's cool. And then I listened to someone who's actually, you know, the Osterholm podcast, and he was like, well, we have no idea. <laughs> like, we had we had the SARS, which was, I think, um, which propagated in colder weather, but then we had the MERS in 2007, whenever it was, which pretty much was fine in hot temperature. So pretty much we, it's anybody's guess what's going to happen. Yeah, and pretty much now we know that it's not going to get killed in the warm weather because we do have this virus popping up in pretty hot places as well. So. Oh, okay, that's lovely. Um, yeah, what I wanted to say that there is also this situation of even if, let's say, it it's, goes away in, in uh, countries where, you know, where it's summer, in Australia it's going to be winter. So <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much half a... Half the globe is there is always one half of the population which can be uh, there is pretty much open for 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 attack. So um, so the best situation from what I heard is you know either sufficient number of us getting sick and getting over it and developing immunity, which I don't know if you heard the UK is apparently trying to do that. Apparently they are trying to do the herd immunity. Um, 
theory they want to apply it. So I don't know if this is accurate, if this is still going on, but I've heard that what they wanted to do is just, you know, let, uh, you know, less vulnerable populations get the disease. So, you know, youngsters and stuff and healthy people, let them get the disease, let them get over it and develop immunity. And so uh, they they can, you know, by the herd immunity uh, phenomenon or whatever the technical term is, they can also defend the less uh, less healthy or the more vulnerable people. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's even going to work. Um, that's one situation. The other is, you know, us postponing it somehow until we develop a vaccine. But that's, I've heard minimum 12 months, more likely 18 months. So <laughs> that's going to be a long while. Are scientists that lame? It takes them that long? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, Donald Trump said that this it's nothing to worry about. And then he said that, you know, we are going to have a vaccine soon. And then I, I heard that some, you know, some, some people, some experts said that Mr. Trump or President Trump, this is going to take a while. And he was like, speed it up. Come on, speed it up, speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> like the ignorance of that guy is incredible. Yeah. I mean, another solution for those in the audience that are more wealthy is I read that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has bought a private island and he's spending his time until the virus is over. So that's always a solution. Oh, lovely, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> or you can, if you have... I mean, if you really have that much money, you can just, you know, buy a gym and move to the gym and all your problems will be sorted out. So, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for the less fortunate ones, let's get into some, you know, <laughs> actually uh, applicable and real life solutions. So about what are you going to do in these, let's say, you know, two months or three months? What are you, how are you going to keep up with your health and fitness goals? Yeah, well, I am actually one of those fortunate ones. So I bought my private island already. So oh, I might not be the best person to ask. And I actually recommend <laughs> the same thing for other people. I mean, I know, you know, people complain that they don't have the money. I'm saying that it's all in your head and you can achieve a lot more if you just w want it enough. So that's, right, that's right. what I would so, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're discussing actually with Albert that this whole... Um, virus thing is actually it's just a joke it's just a hoax and it's actually just a nocebo effect so people yeah. who are who are in hospitals they they are fine they just have imagined the whole situation they pretty much they don't they don't believe they lack belief they lack belief in themselves they lack belief in god they lack belief they just failed as a human being yeah so that's that's why they are being punished like there's not this isn't the disease doing the, 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 the this isn't the virus doing its job it's no it's the lack of belief manufacturing itself in the it's world in your head exactly yeah, i mean it's uh i'm watching a series now called um therapy um and it's you know about psychology and you know now i really know how powerful the human mind can be so for those who think that this cannot be produced by the human mind, I mean, people imagine all kinds of crazy things. I mean, people see flying saucers on the sky and whatever. Like, I think they are just imagining that they have these breathing problems. And like, um, Okay, that's not funny. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this. Okay, so we were sarcastic, of course, um, and I don't have a private island. Yeah, so pretty much my plan for this period is... I am first. Uh, first of all, I haven't done anything yet, like home workouts. I did not do anything. Uh, I think I will wait like a week, simply because I feel like I need like a, a bit of a mental reset until I can actually appreciate something as bullshitty as home workouts. Because <laughs> I don't know, like like when you've been going to the gym every day and destroying yourself with really effective movements and heavy weights and whatever, it's just really hard for me 
mentally not to see doing push-ups at home and using some bullshit bands and things like that as a massive step down which um and objectively of course i still know that if i did my home workout today i would be like a little bit better off than i am now but i I think i just need that kind of reset so i have not done anything yet but basically the name of the game for the next god knows how long is to just try to dig as little of a hole for myself as possible so you know whenever i will be able to effectively diet and train again you know if i'm not like 10 kilos overweight and a shit ton of muscle less it will be just that much easier to get back into my best shape so um i I, it's kind of like just do the best you can with what you have that will be the name of the game for me and I think I think the biggest thing in, in all of this, and this is actually a mindset issue, unlike the coronavirus, is um, you know so, sometimes you just have to set your mind on appreciating something that is mm. less good than ideal, but yeah. is still much better than nothing. And sometimes it's surprising how difficult that can be. So that's kind of my overall approach. Uh, how about you? Yeah. So before we get into that, I just want to you know express my agreement with you, like. The the worst thing anyone can do is to fall into the nihilistic 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 nihilism nihilism nihilistic yeah yeah so <laughs> fall into that kind of attitude like oh well if I can train with proper weights in a proper gym then I'm just going to do nothing I'm going to binge watch Netflix and I'm just going to get fat like that's the yeah. worst the worst attitude you can have and I, I actually message my clients like okay um, and by the way this is this is another thing that I I heard you know. And I find it a bit cringy, like, um, I don't know, I heard some, some personal trainer aimed or podcast and articles that, you know, solutions you can do as a personal trainer. For example, offer to go to their homes, invite them into your home, <laughs> you know, do workouts together, record yourself on a webcam or, you know, FaceTime and watch them and offer them instructions through a webcam while they are doing their workouts at home. Like, I was like, um, maybe there is, like, literally one person who would go into that. But, like, my clients, for sure, like, most of them, if they if they would have had the inclination to do anything at home, they wouldn't have come to the gym, first of all. And second of all, like, imagine me going, like, you know, me sitting in front of a screen and my client going through their kitchen. And I would be like, okay, so what can we lift? So, let's see. You have a glass, some, you have a jar there. How heavy is that? Not heavy enough. Let's see. You have a chair. Okay. Um, you have a sofa. Okay. There's your dog. How heavy is your dog? Sweet. We are going to do goblet squats with your dog. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> like, I understand the, 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 the intent, but um, what I said pretty much to everyone is, listen, it is what it is. The gym is closed. Unfortunately, we will have to, you know, uh, of course, the gym sessions we still have, we are going to do them after the gym has been reopened. What I urge you and ask you to do is try to, you know, remain active. If you wish to do some sort of workouts at home, please message me and I will be more than happy to assist you in any way I can. If not, you know, try remaining active, try going for walks and stuff. And most importantly, watch your diet because, you know, even if you can't really exercise uh, the way you used to, at least you can make sure that your diet doesn't, you know, um, go to hell as well and your physique doesn't backslide completely. And I actually had a couple of people who are, you know, just 
pretty much have to lose fat and they are pretty much beginners anyway listen you can still make plenty of progress like even if you lose a bit of muscle if you're 120 kilos i don't care if you lose a couple of kilos of muscle <laughs> seriously you will be much you will be much better off at 100 kilos even if you lost a kilo or two of extra muscle mass than if you you know abandon your diet and you ended up 120 kilos two months from now so yeah it is and it's um and and for people like us who because for us the biggest thing is that we invested so much into this that if sometimes even a week can seem like a long time to you know like if sometimes even a day it's like i plan my workout today i cannot go you know on a, in in normal everyday life i would get not like super frustrated but it's kind of a bummer if i cannot train for a week i mean that's that's like oof, that was really tough you know but um if it's like really an unforeseeable amount of time until you cannot train properly that's um really the the feelings of wow i invested so much into this and now i just have to sit and watch that going away that's that's really daunting um so but yeah if you, the sooner you can and i'm saying this to myself because i will need this mindset going forward but the sooner you can kind of accept and not ponder about what could be or how things were but just accept what's happening now and take that as a baseline and and look to make things better given your constraints at the moment the easier it's going to be and you know like eventually we will have been through this or we will have gotten through this and at that point you will be just you know so much more glad that uh, you did something and uh, of course there is always the stupid appeal every once in a while even now sometimes i catch myself having these thoughts creeping in which are really silly that you know like the epic down transformation and then the epic transformation so like okay now i'm like really not gonna give a shit but then when i can finally train then it's gonna be the most epic transformation ever and then like crazy strict i won't eat anything except like 150 grams of protein and i'm gonna train my ass off and woo but it's stupid <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, don't do no, that definitely not um <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't answer what I plan on doing. So I have a couple of plans. Um, so best case scenario is, um, this is just between us, of course, no <laughs> one's going to hear this, but uh, I still have a key. So I might be able to figure out something and I might be able to sneak in and, you know, still do a couple of workouts, even if I don't do them every day. If I get two workouts in, that would be lovely. Um, that's the best case scenario. And then doing something at home. If that doesn't work out, which probably it won't, um, <laughs> especially if situation gets worse and, you know, we won't be able to go out on the streets and stuff, then what I'm going to do is uh, uh, I'll grab a couple of dumbbells from the gym, bring them home. I have some bands and uh, pretty much do full body workouts every single day. Like, I'll do 100 sets. I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll just, you know volume through the roof like pretty much i would make up for the intensity with volume like mike israta will be so proud of me <laughs> i'm going to mav the fuck out of this training volume like, but you started mav uh, i hope yeah, yeah yeah so of course every single day i'm going to add in one more bandit push-up like you know i'm going to start at 10 push-ups and three months from now i will be at uh thousand a thousand push-ups per day and i will do you know if you if anyone has seen one punch man that's what i'm going to become i'm going to be saitama in real life i'm going to do a thousand push-ups per day i'm going to do a thousand squats per day and i'm going to do a 10 kilometer run every single day and you know maybe three months from now my hair will have fallen off and i will be just unstoppable damn 
<laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I, I got chills as you were explaining that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a couple of like tiers in terms of best worst case scenario. So the best best case scenario is that, like I said to you before we started recording, is that I'm going to invent the vaccine in my kitchen and then I will become both a billionaire <laughs> and I can finally train and I can buy gyms and islands and whatever. Uh, slightly less best case scenario is um, I actually just spent a couple of hours with with a guy that used to attend my gym, and he's kind of a, a big shot here in Macedonia, and um, he's also really bummed that the gyms are closed. So he has some interest in kind of throwing together a home gym and buying some equipment and whatever. So um, maybe he's gonna do that with with my help because I know more about like what's the best stuff to get and, and whatever. So if that was possible and I could at least go to someone's little private gym like three times a week, that would be pretty mm. cool. Yeah. Um, if that, since I'm kind of preparing that even if we are going to do that, then maybe shit is going to really hit the fan here and there will be a complete lockdown. So I won't actually be able to go there. <laughs> so yeah. I will have to literally stay home. Um, so for that case, tomorrow because most likely tomorrow nothing is going to get like severely locked down yet. I'm going to buy one of these pull-up bars that you can kind of clip onto your door frames. So, you know, you mm. don't have to screw them in. You can just kind of put them up. Um, so I will try out if I can make that work. I'm going to buy some strong... I have some resistance bands, but I will buy some stronger ones. And then I think the only thing that I should invest into is just some heavier dumbbells. Because the real challenge, I mean, really, if you have a pull-up bar and nothing else, I mean, you can pretty much train your upper body, not ideally, but pretty damn effectively. Maybe a suspension device, that's the other thing, because those are actually surprisingly cheap. Um, so with that, I mean, honestly, like you said, you can always do more push-ups. Um, and it's, you know, if, if it's really that easy that you can just bang out like 50 reps and it's not even slightly difficult, you can just take a backpack and throw in a whole bunch of heavy shit that you find at home and you can do weighted push-ups. You can do like dips. And if you have a pull-up bar, then that's going to cover your lats, your, you know, biceps. rear delts, biceps. Yeah. So your upper body is not really a problem. The lower body is the big challenge at home. So if, if I could get some dumbbells or maybe just like one dumbbell that goes up to something like 50 kilos or two 20 kilo dumbbells or something like that then you know you can do a whole bunch of like pistol squats and bulgarian split squats and some one-legged rdls deadlifts yeah yeah so you know like th then you can do things and yeah i would pretty much do the same so just like full body workouts every day twice a day you know like mm. uh, upper body in the morning lower body in the evening app training three <laughs> times a day i mean why not i mean if if i if i'm literally not allowed to leave my home then what the hell yeah, am yeah. i gonna do yeah yeah <laughs> and then really oddly enough the other thing that i think could really help me um not getting sloppy nutritionally while i'm at home is um investing into an xbox one or something which which could distract me so that i'm not occupying myself with eating since i'm gonna be bored out of my mind at home mm. um but i'm probably not gonna do that i have an old xbox 360 but i only have one game and i cannot buy old fifa or old xbox games here and i just have this one fifa game but anyway so yeah that's pretty much my plans just uh, trying to get some basic equipment so i ha can do that some basic home workouts and it would be really really fucking good if things were not locked down completely so i could go for some walks and stuff because then you know 
negative kind of pessimistic but i think realistic projection is that in two three months i will have a little bit less muscle and about the same amount of body fat and that's really not that bad of a starting spot to you know get going again with proper workouts and diet yeah so uh diet wise i actually do plan on like i said to you initially like i do plan on trying to stay in a deficit um mainly because one eating less costs less money surprisingly enough and mm. uh <laughs> i know right one weird trick to save money eat less shocking yeah um so yeah that's uh that's one thing and also you know i would i, would, I really said i wanted to get into good shape this summer but it seems like the universe is against me like <laughs> there was this picture on the gains uh, i'm sure you've seen it that you know i start getting a hint of an abs and uh <laughs> and the end of the world is coming like seriously what is wrong with <laughs> with the universe why is it against me like uh, i decide for once to actually get lean out and you know we, we get viruses and shit <laughs> but i'm not going to let it distract me i uh, so i really i really do plan on working out as seriously as i can because i obviously i i don't just want to downsize and become smaller and weaker i genuinely want to be leaner and even if i lose a bit of a muscle no, it's not going to be the end of the world. But um, yeah, I would really like to, you know, drop down maybe another 10 pounds or four or five kilos. That would be lovely. So I imagine mm -hmm. that if I get down to, I don't know, maybe I'm, of course, everyone is 15%. We know that. Yeah. But <laughs> let's suppose that I am at, you know, 15%. Plus or minus a couple of percent, mostly plus, but not it's not minus. But <laughs> if I drop down maybe 3% body fat or something like that, maybe 4, you know, that's what, uh, 4 kilos, let's say with a bit of water and stuff. I shouldn't really lose muscle mass if I train, especially if I do manage to, you know, uh, get some dumbbells and bands and stuff. I really shouldn't lose muscle. And if I lose a bit of muscle from my legs, it's not the end of the world because, you know, my legs are my best body part and they will come back really fast. So, and nobody cares about legs anyway. So, that's really my plan. I don't really plan on eating more than two meals per day simply because I don't really have the necessity for it, especially if my steps will go down. Uh, the upside is I will be able to sleep a lot, a whole lot. So, I plan on sleeping nine plus hours every single night. So, okay, so that look, that's another upside for people or something positive they can look at. Now is the time to catch up on sleep. Like, really, you have no excuse for not sleeping eight plus hours every single night. Like, if you are at home and you stay up all night watching movies and then you complain, like, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, I would have to add this on to my clients. Uh, this is, by the way, it's a good reminder. Um, focus on your diet and also make sure to nail your sleep. And those two will take care of a lot of uh, problems you might face into the future. Yeah, yeah, the that, that that's a good point. I mean, ideally, I would sleep like sixteen hours a day because then this whole thing passes a bit faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what is it that we did not cover yet? I mean, maybe maybe just some uh, specific uh, things that that you can do with like pretty limited equipment at home. So um, so like I mentioned, I mean, upper body is probably not going to be a problem because, you know, now it's really useful to just think in movement patterns, uh, not in specific exercises. So you can do push-ups, you can load them just with a little bit of creativity. You can do pull-ups, 
and uh, chin-up variations if you have a pull-up bar or just any kind of place that you can hang from. And if you get a suspension device, with that you can do a lot of cool stuff. You can do some like body weight, tricep extension. Uh, note, don't hang yourself from the from the ceiling with a rope. That's not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wanted to post a funny thing on Instagram that uh, I, I've, I've been looking for a pull-up bar. But now, finally, I found it, and then zoom onto the curtain hanger, you know, like over the window. I'm going to do pull-ups there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do one pull-up to failure, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that will be the heaviest pull-up, instant failure during the concentric, like not even able to complete it. Yeah, but um, yeah, so the upper body is pretty much going to be covered, and if you have some dumbbells, then obviously that's going to take care of all the arm stuff. So there's really not that much of an excuse to not keep your upper body pretty much in perfect condition. Like you may lose some, like whatever, you're not going to be able to hit your side delts optimally because, you know, like with cables, you can create some nice resistance curves and hit the portion of the movement, which will be a bit more problematic with just free weights. But even that you can kind of adjust your body in different positions. So then really the lower body is the main thing. And then, I mean, if you really want to hit them effectively, I guess you will need some heavy dumbbells. So, you know, like I know a lot of people who can do like Bulgarian split squats and things like that with like 50 kilos in each hand. So that's going to be problematic. Uh, But you can go in higher reps, obviously. And you can do some like weird supersets and giant sets. So you can do some like pistol squats. Um... And those are going to fatigue you pretty damn fast. Then, like, jump right into, like, some Bulgarian split squats. Do, like, high reps with that. Um, CC squats. I saw Mike Isratel and a couple of guys posting a video where they did, like, 60 CC squats uh, to failure just with body weight. With, like, minimal, like, five seconds was the most that they were allowed to rest. And it looked like it was a pretty brutal exercise just in that. So... I guess now your lower body uh, training sessions are going to be pretty painful and uh, like kind of like cardio. So, but I think you might be able to maintain even if you do it for a couple of months if you're diligent with it. Yeah, if someone has absolutely no equipment, then it might be tough, you know, because I gotta find a way to apply resistance somehow. And if you know only have your body weight and gravity. Um, I guess you can do single leg squats, but I don't know, balance is going to be an issue, I guess. But if you have some bands, like I have some really, really strong bands, I have a strong one that I haven't even unboxed, it's unopened, it's never been used, and it's going to be so fucking heavy. And I'm going to, I don't have a video right now, but what I'm going to do basically is, you know, step on it, and then lower, you know, put it um, in a front rack position, so... um, and then it's really, really stretched out at the top. And if it's really heavy, then it's fucking hard. And I would imagine that doing, you know, goblet squats or whatever, squats with like that, it's going to be really, really hard. So if I do really, really slow tempo, of course, at the bottom is going to be easy because, you know, the band is um, less extended, but at the top it's going to be hard. Then I can, you know, sit down and try to do some sort of leg extensions. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure it out. Of course, you can do, apply the same thing, you know, step on the band, hook it, or, you know, loop it around your neck, you know, not like as if you try to kill yourself, but, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's really tough to explain without a visual, but I'm th- I think people will understand, and do Bulgarian split squats, again, it's going to be 
pretty much you will have to find a way somehow to load the bottom portion um because that's the really heavy or really hard way hard part sorry I'm getting sleepy that's really hard part to do without because uh, obviously bands brands provide the most resistance when they're extended so um so i don't know maybe you can do something like doing the bandit stuff and then doing straight into single leg eccentrics only you do a single leg eccentric you raise yourself up or so then do another eccentric something like that i don't know I'm, you can you can figure it out and like i said if you do a whole bunch like if you do 50 rep sets or you know you do a 30 to 50 rep set and then you do you do like 20 sets every single day i don't know i think you will be able to to maintain at least because you know i guess this is really that this will be the time when we actually find out because you know we like to um site research that oh well maintaining is so easy well i guess let's just find out how easy it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? hey, like don't worry you have to skip a week don't worry like muscle memory is real but nobody actually takes a week off ever because they're super fucking scared <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly let's see how real it is yeah yeah um oh, oh and also another alternative strategy maybe now is the time to jump on steroids because you know yeah. that steroids build muscle even if you barely train at all so you might be able to actually come out on the other end more muscular than ever. And then when people ask you how you did it, you will be able to sell them an ebook on secret home workout. I mean, I, I heard that research that like, yeah, people built more muscle without training on stairs. But like, do you think so far you've been busting your ass in the gym? It, naturally, obviously, if now you got on a steroid cycle for the next two months do you think you would like gain muscle or at least maintain everything without doing anything just sitting on the couch like what do you think um yeah so i actually became your i thought you were going to joke but uh, from what i gather you're actually serious about the question <laughs> yeah, yeah okay so i actually jordan trommel and posted this basin research from 96 the 600 milligram study and uh, you know i used to cite it as well but now that i'm a bit more um keen or aware of peds and stuff um i actually mentioned this to jordan that i'm really skeptical of the results simply because they measured it via dexa and people gain weight and as you know if you gain weight some simply by doing anything like you don't do nothing just gain weight some amount is going to be lean body mass so if people took testosterone and their body weight went up um testosterone drives water. water retention up so I'm not really surprised that they also gained lean body mass. It could have been simply water weight. And DEXA doesn't differentiate between muscle and water. So um, so as to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I would be skeptical if I did nothing. Now, if I started taking like trambolone and stuff and I did the workout I mentioned, I am very confident that I would not get smaller. <laughs> but yeah... Um, just doing nothing i would probably i would probably lose muscle but who knows i don't know yeah yeah um so yeah and and, and also like there are like i will be curious like what kind of sh kinds of shit i will be able to come up with because you know like we get really comfortable in the gym because everything is kind of custom made for that specific use but I mean, I don't know, like, I'm just looking around, like, I have really heavy-ass objects around me, like, I have a big fucking couch that I'm sitting on, like, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe there's a way to, like, use that for some purpose, like, squats, <laughs> like, so, somehow <laughs> strap it onto me, like, on my back, yeah. and maybe I can, like, lie under the my bed 
and and do leg presses, <laughs> press the bed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but actually, that's, yeah, yeah, that yeah. might actually work. I don't know. Yeah, one last thing. Um, maybe the audience wants to hear this. Um, you know, moms and parents on social media. It's, it's just amazing. Um, so I told my mom. Like I was feeling really down about this whole virus thing, and you know, sometimes some banter and some giggles are the best medicine in the t- in times of crisis. But yeah, so yeah. I told my mom that, like, mom, by the way, like the most depressing thing that I heard is that maybe these people that are dying from the coronavirus are gonna come back alive and are just gonna go around as zombies. <laughs> and, and and my mom's reaction was like, "What? Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy." I was like, well, I don't know, like the WHO said it, like, I don't know. <laughs> and then at one point, I almost thought that she didn't buy it. But then the next day, it's like, hey, so you're just kidding with this whole zombie thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent a picture from Game of Thrones with some zombie kids. It's like, well, the WHO published this picture. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then eventually I told told her that I was kidding. And then she said, like, Jesus Christ, I wanted to call your girlfriend whether you went insane. <laughs> So I, she didn't didn't actually believe me, but it was fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Another speaking of girlfriends, um, I forgot about the cardio workouts because obviously cardio is also you know the coronavirus mainly attacks your lungs, so <clears throat> a healthy cardiovascular system is very um, it's a very good thing. So you know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. moving in with your girlfriend and doing daily cardio workouts is another uh, option, <clears throat> if possible, multiple times per day. Um, <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. is encouraged actually. If you have a girlfriend, then look, yeah, yeah, I will have to talk to my girlfriend. I will have to tell her to come back sooner because, uh, um, you know, she's around fifty kilos, so that's a decent weight to squat. I can just squat her, you know. I can do hip thrust with her, <coughs> you know. I can do, I can do, I can do the Brad Contreras home workout. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's actually pretty serious as well. Like, if you have a, a partner to assist you. You can like my girlfriend is a bit heavier. He she is um, about seventy five kilos. He she. <laughs> uh, I'm always doing that. It's terrible. I'm always mixing up the genders. Uh, terrible. Um, so she is she's around seventy five kilos, and so actually she would be pretty good for a squat workout if yeah, she yeah. can get on my back somehow. <laughs> she's a bit too heavy to hold her in a front rack position, or. <laughs> but. I mean, you can do bench presses and stuff, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, imagine how the discussion would go. Honey, mm, you know what I've been thinking? What? I would like to try out some new things. Hmm, <laughs> what do you have in mind? Want me to show you? Uh-huh. Can <laughs> you start bench pressing her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was my goal. Some, some, like When we got together, my goal was to get so strong in the overhead press that I could press her over my head. That was my motivating goal for a while. Um, and then I always just then ended up stopping the overhead pressing in the gym. But anyway, yeah. So so another idea is to progressively overload your girlfriend. So basically, what you can do is take your current girlfriend, do do a couple of workouts, then dump her, find a heavier girl, and so on and so forth. And so by by June, you pretty much you should be dating four hundred pound women. Yeah. So. <laughs> or you can just make your current girlfriend heavier. By yeah, that's another idea. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend goes on a bulking diet, and then. By the end, yeah. you can squat some impressive yeah, weights. Yeah, whatever food I'm not eating, I'm giving to her. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm 88 kilos. She's 50 something. By the time June comes around, I will be 80. She will be 70. So, yeah. No, but actually, like, just another creative idea. Then soon we are gonna wrap this up because um, 
it's pretty late like what is it? it's like 9 p.m there almost nine yeah 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 so like for example i have a luggage that i'm just looking at right now um just fr- freaking go outside and collect some bricks and <laughs> put put your luggage full of bricks and you will have a pretty freaking heavy big and a bit bulky but heavy dumbbell essentially that you can use for these like you know split squats or whatever so um it's always a thing yeah so like jokes aside but <clears throat> I, i said for a long time that i want to build a home gym Um, I would rather, much rather, like, when I see people buy these fucking expensive cars, like, you know, 20,000 and 30,000 euro cars, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, for 20,000 euros, you can build a fucking amazing home gym. Now, of course, you can buy machines, but you can get a very good squat rack, you can get a good bar, you can get a good adjustable bench, you can get a very good adjustable, a set of adjustable dumbbells, some plates, and uh, you're pretty much good to go, like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, from from thirty thousand, you can actually, I think, buy like a lot of things, like even machines and stuff. Uh, I once I did the math to build like a pretty kick-ass home gym. It's not, it came out something like twenty-three thousand dollars or something. Yeah, I mean, Larry Doyle, like, for is, example, got a bunch of uh, old Cybex stuff for pretty much next to nothing. But, but yeah, that was that was that's a silly. Um, offer a bit pretty much an offer that he couldn't refuse and it's not realistic to get something so cheap so yeah but if you're lucky yeah you can definitely especially if you live in this place like he he's in ireland you know if you're in the uk or ireland something like that but i mean romania i mean if i had to pay for shipping it's it's not worth it like uh, for example we got some some stuff and we paid um how much did we pay i think it was 400 euros for two pieces of leg extensions lacquer and 500 euros was the shipping i think or pounds 500 wow. pounds something like that so the shipping was much more than shipping. i know for sure that shipping was more expensive than the equipment itself and still it came more it it was cheaper than buying it from here obviously okay anything else we missed like um i don't know maybe we should should we touch on food sources and what we are planning on eating Or is this more so common sense? Yeah, I mean that's that's one thing that I did not have the mental strength to commit to to start <laughs> buying like freaking dry pasta and bags of rice and whatever. It was just like a a step too far to me. Like that's that's really the end of the world for me. Like when I'm stocking up on freaking <laughs> rice, like I, I've never did, done that in my life. So um, yeah, but yeah, I mean I guess it's kind of common sense. Just like if if you can see the writing on the wall that things are gonna get like locked down and you won't be able to go to the store and buy good nutritious stuff on a regular basis just start stocking up on non-perishable mm. things that you know will last you for a while you know what's the really good part like protein powder seems to be pretty expensive uh cheap i mean sorry inexpensive insofar as i've seen some sales um i actually have a, i have a five kilo bag of like i was kidding yesterday but not really like i was joking that you know I have a five kilo bag of protein powder, uh, meal protein unflavored. I have I bought a bunch of cocoa and a bunch of sweetener. I have tap water, so if shit hits the fan, I can just live off of protein sludge, you know, and 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 and, and stuff like that. And I have some rice cakes, and I bought some instant noodles, so I'll be good. Oh damn, man! <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We we gotta mention this. Like Romanians are idiots. Like I'm sure many people eat this, but Romanians like the Romanians fall for fucking everything like we don't have any degree of science literacy like nothing like dude like even a week ago i so apparently china has actually so basically what happened is there has been a, a, a study has been registered for trial 
meaning it has been registered as so it has been registered to start so basically they are just now wanting to try the study and i already heard rumors in the gym that there has been found a cure and it's vitamin c and you have to inject it intravenously and it's basically something like 20 milligrams per kilo i think anyway it comes down to 16 to 18 grams of vitamin c intravenously administered um then i heard i seen something today that you have to you know gargle whatever you know the term is you know, you know you do that thing in your it sounded like something else to me but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so whatever um but the point is that i've seen something with hot water because apparently the virus doesn't resist hot water so you do that and you clean your airways and then the virus is killed like Man, the amount of stupidity in Romania. Then, of course, there is the religious zealots who are like, this is, uh, you know, we have been so bad that God has decided to strike down on us. And, you know, Jordan Peterson, <clears throat> uh, if I wanted to be Jordan Peterson, I would say that indeed it is. Because you can think, if you think about it, what has happened is pretty much we, we, we brought this upon ourselves because we are idiots and we don't respect basic uh, hygiene protocols or China didn't respect it, but whatever. And you know how Jordan mentioned that, you know, the flood <clears throat> has manifest, manifested itself in reality because, you know, there's been something in the US where people have been taking money away and the digs hasn't, haven't been properly fortified or whatever. They, you know, they, they pretty much um, didn't use the, sufficient material or sufficiently high quality material or something like that and the dig is it called a dig you know damn the thing that prevents the river from flooding the city and that pretty much happened so jordan was saying that you know this is almost like the flood story so in a sense you can think of as you know god sending a disease upon us um i guess you can think of it that way and then um there is the whole conspiracy thinkers who are either saying that this is nothing but hoax and this actually doesn't exist and this is just a way for i don't know some secret society to overtake the world and corrupts the 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 the, the economic society the economy and you know society um then there's the anti-vaxxers who say that this is just a way for the government to make or the big pharma to make money from vaccines um which is again funny because i've seen some photos which i wanted to reshare but i didn't that um you see what well, that's what happens when there is a disease and we don't have a vaccine for it. But of course, the anti-vaxxers turn the story ups, outside down, upside, outside, upside down, outside in, whatever. You get the idea. Yeah, but I mean, stupidity is really far-reaching, and um, you know, I, I didn't want to mention this in the beginning, but you know, all the people that were downplaying it for a long time, and a lot of those people are in our fitness industry. Some of them you know, are otherwise super, super smart people and, you know, 100 plus thousand people following them. And I can understand their sentiment in the beginning, you know, downplaying it. It's, yeah, it's just, just like another flu. The flu kills so many people. And the more ridiculous comments like, why are we so worried about this coronavirus? Like obesity and diabetes are killing so many people. And I mean... You know, I don't even think that I should be responding to those claims because I think they are so silly that anybody listening to this can come up with a, a reason by themselves intuitively why these arguments are stupid. But um, so, yeah, there is a whole lot of ir idiotic comments going on, idiocy, idiots, morons going around. So 
pretty much every situation you can imagine, it has been um, speculated and <laughs> used as a justification. Yeah, and and I don't know, and and the arguments where I think Greg Knuckles posted about this that you know obesity kills a lot of people. Like, why aren't we talking about that? It's like, can't you imagine that there are two things in the world that are bad? And they are equally shit, or not equally shit, but both of them are really, really bad on their own right. And you don't have to compare the two. I mean, it's like a really nasty analogy here would be like during the times of the Holocaust, for example. Um, if someone said at the time, like, why are people freaking out about people being taken away to these concentration camps? It's like people are dying from cancer and this and that every day. It's like, well, yeah. And that's really, really bad. And this other thing is really, really bad as well. So I don't even understand. And um, yeah, luckily, I think a lot of those people now just have are forced to be quiet because it is just blatantly obvious. Because um, you might think whatever you want, but you can see that the life is stopping around you. So Yeah, well, you know, technically it is just another flu. The difference is we have a vaccine because the flu has been around for so long. Um, and even if it's not a perfect one, it still works. So... <laughs> it's like going back in time to the first time the flu appeared and watch how many people killed that time around and think about it that was back when there was no international flights and stuff so you know <laughs> it's just the flu tell that to people who die like it's just the flu sweet yeah the the only very last thing uh i don't want to keep you up um but i i think if we would be reminiscent to not touch on this is kind of what are our plans uh, in terms of putting out content and things like that for the upcoming time period because you know like I kind of stopped with fitness videos and stuff for now because I just feel weird about putting out something so trivial as that like um, talking about getting a six-pack or this is how you get more muscular when First of all, for a lot of people, it's not even like practical. It's like talking about how to ride a private jet or something. It's like, well, I cannot go to the gym. So how I just saw uh, Renaissance Periodization put out a video like the scientific leg hypertrophy day and like this is how you leg press and whatever. It's like, well, that is not happening for a lot of people. So it's time to make home workout videos. Yeah, the gyms gyms are still open in the US. Give them another week, maybe. Well, one of my buddies, Dave McConey, was on the podcast a few times, just posted the Instagram story that the gyms in his area, at least, have been uh, closed now for the next month, yeah, at least. That's what I'm saying. Give them another week. and so. <laughs> It's going to be closed over there, too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what are your plans like. Um, do you plan on putting out some specialized content appropriate for this period? Or what, what do you think? Hmm... Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I feel, I agree with you, I would feel a bit of a hypocrite to talk about, like pretty much all of my stories, if you've seen, it's either what I do, what I eat, or it's coronavirus related, like anything else, what am I supposed to do, like, you know, latest science on uh, how to optimize your muscle protein synthesis when people are worried about making an income, like, <laughs> you know, it's I just feel like a hypocrite, so of course we can... And everyone is, is doing this. We can offer home workout plans, um, you know, talk about, you know, give nutrition suggestions on, uh, on uh, you know, how to eat or how to maintain your diet or whatever. Or, But this is one of those, like I said, it's pretty much obvious. Like, what am I supposed to eat if I can't go outside? Well, anything that has a long shelf life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? 
stuff like that. So I was thinking about doing more podcast episodes, but again, I just feel like a hypocrite if I, uh, you know, start, um, start, you know, I, I will, I will, I think I will still release the episodes I have pre-recorded because I have time to edit them. But as far as recording new episodes, I don't know. I should because I should, <laughs> um, because now would be the time. Because of course a lot of people are home, so they have also they have the time. But I just don't really have the mood for it, especially in with the uncertainty that's going around. So I don't know. Maybe I'll ask people, you know, to suggest some topics they are interested in and do do that on Instagram or something like that. I do want to read, uh, I have a couple of books to read. I want to finish Arnold's book, the Total Recall uh, book. I want to read To Our Rules for Life because I haven't read it. I have a couple of books to read. I have Men's Search for Meaning, which uh, I think would be a nice... Uh, you cannot be a personal development influencer until you read that book, I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, apparently, it's a very good one and should be, you know, should be very... Um, timely given our current circumstance so I, I think I will just try to not lose my my physique as much as possible you know try to make some um, improvements as, as far as I can um, read maybe do some some content here and there and other than that I don't know just try not to freak out <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm having like different thoughts about what to do content wise because I almost feel like I mean, a lot of people will be confined to their homes and they will be looking for things to do in their mm, boring yeah, time. Yeah. So I guess like you cannot really do wrong with whatever content you're putting out. Like like even if you're just like nerding out about some muscle protein synthesis stuff, it's something for people to do. So it's now actually the general thing that I've been saying for a long time, a lot of other people like, why are we nerding out about all these irrelevant details? Just like fucking go to the gym pick the weight up, put it down. Now you actually can't do that as much. Like it now it actually is the time to like nerd out on things that might not be that strictly useful because people have the time. So do you live with a girlfriend or alone or uh, currently alone, but she might move in uh, soon, um, which would be sweet. Uh, yeah. So my girlfriend is also away. So if she comes back, then pretty much everything will be, you know, <laughs> plans will change. And I'll just, you know, I try to spend more time with her and uh, make ourselves uh, <laughs> make some babies whatever <laughs> not what i was going to say i was uh, uh, i wanted to say that you know we'll try to make steps towards uh, our fitness goals together but uh, yeah it would actually be cool for my girlfriend to move in i would i could help her uh, getting into some you know nice healthy habits and whatever anyway now we're just rambling too much bullshit um so yeah i think this is a good time to wrap up uh, hopefully this was a cool thing for people to listen to and maybe we gave some encouragement or just something interesting to listen to so uh, thanks andre andrash for joining me and uh, so yeah you want to want to let people know where they can find you or i guess this will be up on your platform as well <laughs> yeah it will probably be on my platform as well so okay so follow andre on the muscle engineer podcast me on the ssd podcast and yeah we wish everybody strength and you know, the power to hold on in this shitty period. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I just wanted to mention that if anyone wants to, you know, start online coaching right now, now is the time. We will be giving uh, <laughs> uh, coronavirus discounts. So if you want to move forward with your health and fitness goals from the comfort of your home, uh, hit us up. 
Yeah, I mean, really, like, um, you know, I mean, I, I've, I'm not going to push coaching much in this period. But, you know, if you want some help with your home workouts and whatever and, and eating, then sure, you know, we are here. We are the fit pros.